the college football experience NFL draft edition for top players of each position episode on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by win bet bet $10 at win bet and get $200 in free bets, bet big, win bigger with win bet. Download the win bet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Coors Light. Get mountain cold refreshment delivered straight to your door via Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash SGP. That's CoorsLight.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app. And guess what? We're giving away $500 in our NFL draft props contest. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash draft. That's and or, or you could just click the contest tab in the SGPN app. But uh, like I said, if not, then sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash draft. You can grab that app for free, by the way, in the app store, and Google play store. So grab that thing today and let it ride. This is Brian Bosworth, AKA the Boz, And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Peace out. Bars out. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome to the college football experience, NFL draft player position rankings episode. My name is Colby swinging dead to base dad, AKA pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows double the price, but no one touches Dundee. <laughs> double that price. No one touches Dundee and we are live on YouTube. So make sure you check us out. Subscribe to the college football experience on YouTube and the college basketball experience on YouTube as the college experience. I am joined by my co-host. He knows a lot about the college experience. Give it up for farmer, former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating sideline kiss, stealing wheeling and dealing. Patty C in the place to be. Hi. Classic NFL music gets you jacked up for the draft. Gosh, that music's fucking Give me more great. trombone. I feel like that's the Will Ed Ferrell. Sable, like, but, Steve Sable. Yeah, Ed all, Sable sitting back there. All more the greatest trombone. humans to ever exist, I feel like. Uh, third, we are joined by third man in the booth, the DFS God himself. Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking. Brew making tobacco road living the free lock given former former her in the basketball league MVP good up for NC Nick in the place to be. That's right. Hey, it's Wednesday night, which means I get to talk football with you knuckleheads. Let's do it. Yeah, buddy. Yes, the NFL draft is on deck. We cover college football, but guess what? They are selecting players from college football. So who knows better than us? No one. Jim Harbaugh over here. Who's got it better? No one. 
gosh, that music's just so fucking good. It is epic. But here we are, folks. We got the NFL draft around the corner, but I do want to get to a little bit of college football news. Probably talk about it more next week as we break down week three of the college football next week or week three of the upcoming college football season. If you are curious of the other weeks, we already have those ones out. So check them out on the college football experience. We also have went through all 30 coaching hires and gave them a grade. But uh, first off transfer portal, it's been batshit crazy and Baylor quarterback, Jerry Bohannon has entered the transfer portal as a grad transfer because <laughs> Dave Aranda named, uh, did not name him the starting quarterback. Essentially, you know, they kind of played both quarterbacks last year. Uh, Bohannon threw for 2,200 yards and 18 touchdowns. He's in the portal. And some people are giving uh, Dave Aranda shit because he, the game is essentially, you're not supposed to name the starting quarterback to the week of, because then the player can't transfer or, <laughs> and that's why they're giving him shit. Yeah. <laughs> right. Giving him an opportunity to pursue well, his dreams, even though right. he still could transfer. It's just, he would have a hard, he would have a hard time finding a place to start right away. All right. Isn't this like why people criticize uh, Bill Snyder for not letting players in a way, right? And he he's on Bobby the Knight. Side. I think Bobby Knight was the same way. Basically, uh, you can't win. Uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> wait, exactly. Wait, That's wait, ridiculous. Uh, wait. What? What did you say, Patty C? You said something right there. <laughs> I feel where, like where's, this? where's my clip? A- Adrian said it better. Where's my clip? <laughs> Damn it! I can't find it. See, she I, said it with more heart, Patty. See, you need more heart when you say that. All right, I'll fill you in. There win. it is. <laughs> I felt that. I've, I've really felt like you can't win when when she said that. Oh man, I feel I feel like half of America's heart broke. Dude, we all started crying. Yeah, even that it's fucking a good re- thing Rocky didn't listen. <laughs> Rocky Four with the Drago. Even that robot was crying. I mean, Remember, he's got that big ass robot with him. <laughs> right? Come on, <laughs> it's girlfriend. like washing the car with him. Right? <laughs> I feel like, did, wait, it was Adrian uh, a good good. You know, a pro- protagonist at, at that point. <laughs> did, did she just become the bad guy at that point? <laughs> That's there the, were parts throughout the series where she was annoying. Yeah, but her brother's Polly too. Also, her brother's Polly, who's probably the greatest character in the whole film series. <laughs> She's got I want to know, like, what what else could that robot do? Yeah, so, you know, say yeah. she was out of town. You know, girls yeah. girls trip to the beach or something. <laughs> uh, well, Polly liked it do? for a reason. Well, e- Elon Musk must have been inspired by that. You know, that robot going around. But uh, Uncle Polly, shout out to Uncle Polly. What the, what's his name again? Oh, Bert Young. Oh, Bert nice, Young. Nice pull. Uh, so we uh, were me and some friends back. I don't know. You were there with us. Yeah. I was yeah. I think Burt Young played nose tackle on the Giants. <laughs> Wasn't he the guy that uh, got in a fight with Charles Haley all the time? That's Jim Burt. Oh, that's Jim Burt. Yeah, that's Jim right. Burt uh, or Bart Oates, one of the two. But uh, <laughs> uh, we were we were trying to go see a movie, and I was packed, uh, so we had some time to kill. So we went to this dive bar in, in Hollywood, and damn if we weren't drinking with Burt Young. Polly, <laughs> Polly was throwing back fucking scotch on the rocks. I would say Colby with the eagle eye, but it's one of the most distinctive looking human beings on earth. So <laughs> I feel like he was just the first person. Hey, he to was see a him. cool dude. Yeah. Is he still there? yeah, he was like 80 years old, just awesome. just throwing back I've, fucking scotch. I and feel soda. like he had yeah. some broads yeah. with him, right? Yeah, some pretty young broads. <laughs> That's how you do it, man. When you're Bert Young, you, you just dominate. <laughs> Uncle Polly gets tang forever. Yes, of course, man. Um, and uh, so here we are, guys. And uh, well, actually, wait. We got a, one more, one more thing with 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 uh, with college sports before we hop into the NFL draft. Uh, the Big Twelve Conference. 
Uh, it had already been announced that BYU is joining for next fall, starting that school year, essentially. Uh, so the 2023 season in that rolls into 24, but news earlier today dropped that Houston, Cincinnati and UCF are all planning to join the big 12 next. So 2023, 2024 season, which Lovely. means next year at this time when we're previewing the week one games and all the way to where we should have conference games going on in the big 12 with these new teams, the big 12 will have 12 again. Is that Yes. Yes. Well, hold on. If I'm not mistaken, it, technically Texas and, and Oklahoma will have not left. Well, yet. Yeah. So yeah. That's what's interesting is you might get 14. You might get 14 for a year or two. Wait, they've got 10 right now, right? Yes. And so they're adding, we don't know when Texas and Oklahoma are leaving. Right. Right now it's later. Now the question yeah. is people think it's going to be, it's going to end up being sooner. Yeah. I mean, there's buyouts and everything, but there's a chance that everybody could come to an agreement next year especially with those other teams coming in where they just, you know, maybe they let Texas and Oklahoma go for less money, or maybe they just let them go. Who knows? I mean, it's TBD, but, but right now there's a chance there could be 14 next year, right? Yeah. Wouldn't that be wild? So we're adding Cincy UCF BYU. And uh, who is the fourth again? I'm drawing Houston. a blank. Houston. Yeah. Durr. Now, now what I think the thing you got to worry about Patty C is if, if you're a Texas fan and you're la first off, you, you're coming off a five and seven season right now, a five and seven season. Right. And it, you know, I don't know, we'll talk about that throughout the, the off season, but I don't know. I don't think they're contenders to win or, or favorites to win the, uh, and yet they're ranked preseason. Number well, six. well, wouldn't that be great though? Is if they got one year with all these teams and they got their ass whipped. rolled. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That'd be great. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Um, anyway, had to get to those news uh, or that news, but um, we'll see how that all shakes out with, with the big 12, but we got to talk NFL draft guys. We're a day away. It's a lot of fun. We've been previewing it all week. Go out and check out. We did a mock draft yesterday on the college football experience on, on Monday. We did, we did some other stuff too. We've just been covering the draft. We did uh, draft props. There's a lot of great draft props out there. Um, so we got you covered. So please check out all that stuff. And, uh, and yeah, let's hop into this guys as uh, here. I like to do, I like to do this, you know, where's my, uh, yeah. what we're going to do on this episode is we're going to break down position by position what we think, you know, top five, you know, essentially, or, you know, we'll talk as a group. I don't think we were going to give away 15 different picks, you know, for top five quarterbacks. I, I just yeah. think let's be loose. Yeah. Let's, we don't, let, we don't let's, have to have a bunch of rules. Let's talk about each position. Who you like, who you think the best might be maybe a sleeper, you know, maybe someone drafted on, you know, Friday or even Saturday that could, you know, pan out. There you go. Generally speaking though, somewhere around five, maybe six, seven, if it's relevant. I don't think we need to be naming the number 15 quarterback in the uh, draft order here. That would be Terry Wilson from New Mexico. Um, <laughs> hard, hard pass. Don't draft yeah, him unless you want yeah. him to play my wide receiver. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's hop into those quarterbacks. Uh, you know, our, first off, on the boards you see around here, and even the odds, Malik Willis is now the favorite to get drafted first as the first quarterback off the board. Do how do you feel about Malik Willis, Nick? Are you are you, like are you confident in saying you think he'll be a starter five years from now in, in the NFL? Definitely not. No, you, you know, for me, it's all about 
how good of a thrower is he? I mean, he is not an elite passer. Uh, he, he does have great arm strength, but I think accuracy is a major concern as is pre-snap recognition. And just look at last year. I mean, last year he had three different games where he threw three interceptions. You know, yeah. there was that, that bad game against Ole Miss where he went 16 of 25 for 173 and three picks. You know, the other two games he threw three picks, it was against ULM and middle Tennessee state, mm-hmm. you know? So I don't want to hear about, you know, the, the talent you know, he's playing for a, a smaller team going up against the big boys. It, you know, Liberty was better than those two teams and he, and he just, he committed way too many turnovers. Um, so, I mean, yeah, he is a, a dynamic athlete. But let's face it, he's not, you know, Lamar Jackson or, or someone like that very elite level athlete. He's just a good athlete that plays the quarterback position. So I, I have my question marks. Certainly. He's a pretty good athlete. He's made he's made some nasty runs. Yeah, I mean but not I, on the Lamar Jackson level. No, 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 no. No, 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 not on that. But I thought Patty C kind of, you know, he he said Donovan McNabb is who he kind of reminded him of. And I remember when Donovan was at Syracuse, I said, you know what? He's a damn good college quarterback, but I wasn't all the way sold on him being a good pro. And that doesn't mean that I, that, that like, I wasn't a hundred percent convinced he was going to be a bust, but at the same time, I just, I just wanted to see more. And I feel like I'm in the same boat with Malik Willis here. Um, what do you, what, I mean, Patty C you think Malik Willis five years from now, will he be a starting quarterback in the NFL? I would say no, most likely, but I do think he has the most upside. I want to throw a couple stats at you guys. Uh, and Nick, I, when you first mentioned it, I was in, inclined to agree with you. I would think his uh, accuracy might be a little bit of an issue, but I got the, uh, the completion percentages career wise for the top prospects here. Um, Malik Willis career completion percentage, 62.8. Uh, Kenny Pickett, 62.4. Uh, Matt Corral, 67.3. Sam Howe, 63.8. Desmond Ritter, 62.1. Donovan McNabb, I just pulled that up out of curiosity, 58.4 in college. So he's kind of uh, low 60s is not good in the NFL. He would need to improve that, but it's not terrible. I mean, if you're down in the 50s, you're in trouble, but it's better than you would think. Yeah. What I think is you want to see a progression. So I don't know if the average over four years or however many years they started is, is fair. Cause I mean, as a junior, well, two years ago, Malik Willis completed 64.2% of his balls. It went down last year to 61.1. It's meanwhile, gone down Ken, every year from yeah, Auburn and, each year. It's gotten lower. And well, meanwhile, Kenny Ken Pickett raised his last year to 67.2%. So you want to see them getting better every year they play. Yeah, because you hope that trajectory, and once he goes to the NFL and focuses full time, he keeps on getting better. Fair point. So I don't know if you want to, you know, average out all four years, because especially when you know if they started as a, a freshman or a sophomore or something, yeah, they're expected to have a pretty poor completion percentage. You know, you know what I think it could be too, is you look back at that two t- 2020 season. First off, that was a COVID year, right? They played eleven games. And they, you know, a lot of the conferences stuck within the conferences. Yes, they beat, they played uh, Syracuse, Virginia Tech, and NC State out of conference. Um, they lost to NC State, and Willis had some picks in that game. But other than that, I mean, Western Kentucky, Florida International, North Alabama, ULM, Southern Miss, Western Carolina, UMass. So I think that the the, the stats could be inflated because of the competition you're playing. Now you look back at last year. 
Last year, now they had to play Syracuse again. Um, they played Ole Miss. They played Army. who's a top ten defense. Uh, 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 quite often, they played Louisiana, who was really good. They played UAB. It was pretty good. I think this past year was a harder schedule. So, and they lost uh, what that receiver uh, to the Redskins, Golden uh, Gandy or whatever, the year yeah. before. So perhaps inexperience at wide receiver. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I do think Nick, would you take him before you took Kenny Pickett? I would probably say no. I think Pickett's my favorite quarterback, but I don't care for all of them that much, you know? So yeah, I mean, maybe late first, second round day two, day three, Uh, but let's face it. There's going to be quarterbacks drafted probably in the first half of the first round come Thursday. And I just think there's, there's too many question marks with this year's crop of quarterbacks, Willis included and Pickett and how and Ritter, I mean, Kenny Pickett. Yeah. I mean, he had just a, an outstanding year last year, 42 touchdowns to seven interceptions, 4,300 plus yards. I mentioned the high completion percentage, but his arm strength is a concern. I think he does have the accuracy, but I don't, I don't know if he has an NFL arm and apparently he has the smallest hand size since. Mike Vick two decades ago, which, so which, they, which probably means he's got the smallest, um, um not big dick, Nick, <laughs> <laughs> we got a uh, small dick pick, small, pick small picket energy, small picket energy, <laughs> small picket energy. I like that, but w- he also d- might be, he also might be the most pro ready. Well, he was in college 35 years. I hope so. That helps. Um, <laughs> I do agree. Willis has higher upside. Certainly. Yeah. I, I think I would take Willis before I draft a picket. Pickett reminds me of Sam Darnold. We talked about this. Willis, Willis, I had a hard time finding an an accurate like I Patty C said Donovan McNabb. I don't know that I fully agree there, but I think McNabb had considerably more experience. I mean, again, I'll I'll pull this up. Donovan McNabb had started 35 games by can, the time can he came I, out. Can I name one that perhaps could be Malik a stretch? Willis uh was What about Marcus Mariota? Actually 35 as well. Um What's that? I can see that. Marcus Mariota would be one that he kind of reminds me of. Not a great passer, good athlete. And I and I think he's on the level of athleticism as Mariota cuz he's not again, once again, he's not Lamar Jackson. And I think Willis has a better deep ball than well, Mariota. I mean Mariota is a better arm is, probably, better yes, arm strength, yes. Way skinnier. He's he's a little like undersized like quarterback pretty much. I think I mean, what's his name has prototypical maybe a little short Willis, but he's he, I don't I don't think he's going to get injured. I w- that wouldn't be my concern with him. I, I'm just trying to find to me the most accurate comparison in terms of his actual st- play style. Yeah. And I would say Mariota, maybe, maybe. And I feel like I'm even get kind of guessing there. Um, Pickett is Sam Donald to me. <laughs> um, so the third ranked quarterback, I mean, he's on not here. that different than Howell to me, Sam Howell. Well, I, I'm actually, that's one who's the fourth ranked quarterback. Well, or, originally now Howell's the fifth. The third ranked quarterback currently, from what I see, is Desmond Ritter. Who, Nick, me and Patty C, I don't know if you caught our episodes earlier in the week. We were struggling. At first, I was saying he's kind of like Kirk Cousins. And then I think we found the guy who we think Desmond Ritter's like Daniel Jones. What do you make of Desmond Ritter? And do you think he'll be a starter in five years? Unfortunately, no. I, I don't want to sound like a hater over here, but I, I think Ritter, Ritter has a questionable arm strength and accuracy. 
he is an above average athlete again, not quite the athlete that Willis is, but he can do some things with his legs. But I might give him credit for, you know, getting better every year at Cincinnati. I mean, if you could look at his sophomore year, I mean, he was not on any kind oh, of radar. hundred percent. I thought he was horrible. I he thought was he was completing. A, a, yeah. Yeah. He was completing 55% of his balls. And you're like, this guy is a liability in the passing game. Uh, he improved to his credit, as I said, but you can go back to that Alabama game last year where he just did not look the part. So I seriously have some concerns about Ritter as well. I would not draft him in the first round. To be fair though, Alabama was like destroying the line of scrimmage. Of course. So, of course. so you know, he didn't necessarily, uh, but tough to stand in the pocket yes. when eight NFL uh, first rounders are bearing yeah. down on yeah. you. <laughs> but all right. So what's his, what's his best skill? Because because I think he he lacks top notch. Yeah yeah. I mean like poise. He's I a think. better athlete than I think we're giving him credit for right now. Yeah, well, he's like he's like to, Kirk you guys Cousins. said Kirk Cousins. No, he is a much better. <laughs> no, he's like Daniel Kirk Jones. Cousins. Daniel Jones had like a sixty yard run. I think he's season. got yeah, more yeah, wiggle than Daniel bad. Jones. I think I really. Mean, yeah, well, Daniel Jones is like a stiff that can run fast. Like Daniel Jones has arm strength though. I mean yeah. I I, I think a quarterback if you're drafting, they either have to have one or the other elite accuracy or elite arm strength. And Ritter doesn't have either. I agree. I am a huge skeptic on Desmond Ritter. Yes, I am a huge skeptic. So I would much rather have Willis or Pickett than Ritter, which I, obviously everyone would. But still, I'm shocked that he has surpassed Matt Corral and Sam Howell. Well, really? Let me throw a name at you that I think may be an accurate comparison here: Ryan Tannehill to Desmond Ritter. He sucks too. Yeah, <laughs> I, but I think that may be like the quality of player you're getting. <laughs> Daniel Jones, tall, fast, lean. I mean, obviously Tannehill was a wide Jason receiver. Ritter would be very lucky to have the career running Tannehill's. Yeah. He cashed in probably. Although I think Tannehill surprised everyone with how well he's played. Really? You know. They're trying to get rid of him. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's uh, still, he's a still a starter average quarterback. <laughs> he I was think. a wide yeah, receiver or, until like this, his second to last year in college. You know who, you know who Desmond Ritter's like, he's like Neil O'Donnell. That's a wild <laughs> insult. Don't don't do that to Desmond Ritter. Don't wish that uh, on Desmond Ritter. Hey, you got to the Super Bowl. I, I'm not sold on Desmond Ritter. Hey, but I've been wrong before. But most of the time, I feel like we're right. We were in the office the other day, and and uh, Sean and, and Ryan were saying, you know, Ryan was rattling off how good Tyrod Taylor was in the a- ACC, and saying that everyone knew he was better than uh, at the time than Russell Wilson. And I said, uh, uh-uh, uh, not yeah. not me and NC Nick. Yeah. Me and NC Nick were all over. Russell Wilson being a steal. All right. All like we called that shit way. Like I, I feel like for the most part now there's, there's been, t- I was wrong on Ryan Lee. He, he was under the yeah. radar. Cause he was at NC state, dude. He's, he broke the freshman record for most pass. I think it's still up to, uh, I think it's still accurate today. Yeah. Most passes without, without an, an interception. interception. Yeah. yeah. So he went like several years without getting picked. Yeah. And you can just tell he had the it factor that you know, you can't, you know, you say exactly what it is. And yeah, I think if anybody has that it factor out of these quarterbacks, we haven't talked much about him. It might be Sam Howe. That that was going to get to him. First, I got to talk about Matt Corral, but uh, Matt Corral is one that, you know, this is one where I didn't think he would be. If you, a year ago, I I would not have told you that he would be a top uh, first or second round projection. The NFL is changing. It is changing. So, and Corral's an athlete as well. So perhaps now I saw the wonder lick. He, he scored terribly on, but uh, just a Southern California bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but at the same time, he went to Ole Miss, right? <laughs> Not surprised. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but this is one where I see, like, I could actually see. To me, he's the true wild card of the draft. To me, like Matt Corral is one that I, I think, I, if I had to pick, I don't think he's going to be a starter in five years. Matt I don't Corral think- is two hundred five pounds. I will yeah. bet money right now that he is injured within the first. 15 games of him playing in the NFL. Six one, that small, slight frame. Yeah. Unless he bulks up. <laughs> and it's only going to be more of a concern in the NFL. So, uh, look, if you want to take a flyer on him in the third or fourth or fifth round, uh, I think that makes sense. But again, I'm not a big fan. He's going to go in the first, probably. <laughs> I think it's a mistake. I think, I yeah. think every year, what, what, when there's no real quarterback talent, teams like talk themselves into quarterbacks. Yeah. They, they try to force it. They try to put, you know, that round peg in the square hole. And if I was teams, I wouldn't do it. I, I'd be patient. Uh, yeah. Look, quarterback is the most important position on the field. Of course you need a good quarterback, but don't force it. Don't, don't, don't reach on somebody just because you don't have a quarterback right now. Draft a positional player other than quarterback and maybe wait till next year or, or see what you can do via free agency. I, I think I, I feel better about Matt Corral than I do Desmond Ritter though. I'd rather have Ritter over Corral. Really? I would rather yeah. have Corral. I'm looking back at it. Like I, w- I want to say only one time in like the last 10 years has a quarterback not gone number one or two. That was EJ Manuel in 2013 going number six. EJ Manuel. Perfect for Desmond Ritter right there. That's not bad. That's absolutely perfect. Desmond Ritter's a better athlete, but in terms of a potential upside, maybe. Um, okay, let's get to Sam Howell because that's the one that I'm bullish on the most out of the the it factor. I know you just referred to Nick. I like Sam Howell. I don't care what you say. I would take Sam Howell every single day of the week over Desmond Ritter or or Matt Corral, and I think I would take him over Kenny Pickett. Yeah, I might actually. He's probably the quarterback I like most. What do you what do you make of uh, what do you make of Sam Howell? Yeah, so he's probably my second favorite after Pickett. The thing about Howe is, I mean, I, I just love his toughness. You know, uh, he had that great junior season. Well, I guess not junior season. He had the great twenty twenty season, uh, and then we all heard that you know Howe for Heisman last year, and that got derailed week one at Virginia Tech, where uh, he threw three picks. But that was the only three interception game of his career, and UNC had lost every skill position guy from a year ago. Uh, Javante Williams, Michael Carter, the receivers, Diami Brown and Daz Newsome. So the, you know, his cupboard was, was, was pretty empty there. And uh, you know, wh- so what did he do that year in order to win? He, he ran the ball himself. He like, he, you know, he took it upon himself and his rushing yards jumped from 146 the previous season to 828. That's incredible. Yeah. I don't he, think he wanted to run the ball. He dude, had to run the ball. He runs kind of tough too. He does. Yeah. Now like, just be careful with that. Don't be stupid in the NFL. I, I, I like how if I, yeah, I, I might put him at my number one. I mean, uh, I think Willis is to me kind of a, it's between Willis and Hal for me. And then after that, I would probably go Pickett, then corral, then Ritter. Yeah. For me, I think Pickett is just right now he's more of a polished passer than Hal, but I I definitely like Hal's toughness. Yeah, you know, that's that's his main attribute, if you ask me, and I I think that could take him places. Hal's got a little Baker Mayfield in him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so in, in a good way, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean Baker to, to in a not getting arrested kind of way. Well, to, to Baker's credit, though, man, he he what did he have four offensive coordinators in in three years? 
Yeah. I mean, getting drafted by the Cleveland Browns does not help your career. It's like the, no, the Detroit lions. Yeah. Um, and I, st- I still feel like people don't realize the impact that has sure. on a young quarterback. Um, outside of that, the next is Carson strong, who is a six, three, two thirty almost. I mean, and Bailey Zappi threw for 60 fucking touchdowns or whatever. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, is there anyone I, Caleb Ellaby's one to me as a sophomore. First of all, I, I guess because of the COVID season, he's age ready to go. Uh, I didn't even realize that he was coming out to tell you the truth. Um, but that's one that I think it'd be interesting. I thought, you know, he's young, but, but looked all right. When I saw him, I see Cole Johnson from JMU, Patty sees boy. No, oh no. yeah. The giraffe yeah, he's awful. The giraffe they're calling him <laughs> he, he, the giraffe. I like that. Uh, you know, you know, one, I mean, Brock Purdy's on this list. I kind of like this kid, Cole Kelly from Southeast Louisiana and the FCS. Mm. He was at, I believe, was it Arkansas? Um, was it, wasn't all miss. It might be, I think it was Arkansas. One of those SEC um, schools. But I was impressed every time I saw Southeast Louisiana play. I think you could be looking at someone that uh, you know could be a sleeper there. They have Jack Cohn and Skylar Thompson ranked ahead of them. I don't know what the hell they see there. But uh and then you have Dustin Crom. Uh <laughs> shout out shout out to Conan the Barbarian. Any of these guys that you, 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 that catch your eye to say, hey, you know what? This could be a player in the league, like a starter in the league. Uh, one that you didn't mention that uh, is a little further down most people's lists. I don't know if he could be a starter, but De'Aaron King might be the kind of guy that five I mean, nine though. Yeah. Uh, what's what's homie uh, in Arizona? He's like five eight. Yeah, he ain't got wheels. Like he's not uh, Kyler Kyler Murray's wheels, but I've actually. A lot of injuries with uh, Derek King also. Well, I always feel like he's kind of overrated. King? Yeah. And I think he's been in college for like five or six years. So he's kind of maxed out his potential, I think. People forget he was pretty darn good a couple years ago until that injury. I like Eric Barriere better than Derek King. Keep an eye out for Eastern Washington kid. This kid's a stud. Um, there's also a Brown quarterback, EJ Perry, a little Ivy league love out there. Brock Purdy, Patty, see you Brock Purdy guy. Brock Purdy should be a little higher. I think uh, Nick, you gotta, you gotta, uh, if you had to place a wager on who could be a starter five years from now in the NFL yeah. out, of, out of that class, who would you, who would, uh, who I'm going to go pick? Carson strong, you know, uh, granted he's a little bit lawn cherish. He is a lawn chair. He's a hundred percent a lawn chair, <laughs> not, not a little the greatest bit. mobility, yeah. but if you're a good passer, you don't need that mobility. And I think he does have that prototypical size, you know, six, three, two twenty six. The dude is, you know, built strong. Uh, so yeah. And I, I think he does have a, a pretty good arm and some uh, decent uh, awareness and, you know, pocket awareness. Uh, he, I think he's pretty good, you know, pre pre line of scrimmage, read a defense and his accuracy is solid. So um, yeah, if, if I'm going to go with dark horse here, if, if I'm a quarterback, or a, a team looking for a quarterback in or on Saturday, I would be looking towards uh, Nevada's Carson Strong. Well, that's not bad, Lawn Cherish, but I can see it. Um, what about what about you? Look, guys, we host the USFL Gambling Podcast. Subscribe to the USFL Gambling Podcast. The XFL is is coming next year. USFL is in the middle of their first season since 1986. Is there any of these that you think, whoa, they could light the USFL on fire? Patty C already <laughs> named them. <laughs> Derek King. King, right? Derek King. I think Eric Barriere. I'm even going to say uh, if if Cole Kelly 
for some reason is a late draft pick because th- we made this case. Uh, I want to say on on Sunday night show with the USFL was Sloter Kyle Sloter. I don't care what anyone fucking tells me. He's better than a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL. <laughs> not, not starting quarterbacks. I'm saying the, it, 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 it's weird. The quarterback position. How, what would I compare it to? It's almost like when the back in the nineties, like the NBA would keep these, like Herb Williams would stay on the bench yeah, because his familiarity with the team yeah. or the Knicks. And it's like, you're telling me some 25 year old kid, Herb Williams is like 41 yeah. years old. They got a guy who can yeah. hand the ball off and throw a screen pass back there. And yeah. Knows. And he probably community. He's probably buddies with the starting quarterback and can yeah. communicate things in really well. I, I'm convinced Kyle Sloter since college, even to the NFL preseason, yeah. uh, Jason Garrett was talking about it the other day. He always lights up the NFL. He's like their passing leader well, in the preseason. The every Steelers year. quarterback uh, that got this. You know, Mason Rudolph. He's yeah, Mason fucking Rudolph. better than Mason He's Rudolph. Better than yeah. Mason Rudolph. I agree. Um, I'll, I'll tell you one that I think could be a sleeper NFL starter, and is a, and a Kirk Cousins is an exact comparison. That's Jack Cohn out of Notre Dame. <laughs> He's just like a, a game manager through and through, you know, tight little throwing motion, a, a, a little better athlete than you would think. And it's just like, he's, he's played in a, in a big time situation before. So I he like could it. have a, a 10 year career as a nice backup. Yeah. Yeah. You might, you might get a couple starts in there. I, right? I thought the same with Kirk cousins, but he said he's had a t- 10 <laughs> year career, career. Yeah, as a, well, hall of fame career based on his, on his, Pocketbook, right? Um, yeah, that's but, uh, well. Shit. If Eli Manning's a Hall of Famer, then uh, you yeah. can make the argument that he <laughs> Eli is. Eli Manning, but, a Hall of Famer. What a joke! Overall, guys, the quarterback position is so weak this year, and, mm. and I don't have other years in front of me to compare it. But this has to be one of the weakest years I can ever remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, 2013. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty bad. Let's uh, let's talk a little running backs, uh, but before. We get there. I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by WinBet. Make sure to get down on the WinBet's uh, ten dollars to win two hundred dollar promotion, where a ten dollar bet qualifies you for up to two hundred dollars in free bets. Plus, the WinBet Casino is offering a hundred percent deposit bonus up to a thousand dollars. And of course, don't don't forget to get involved in their same game parlays. Yes, with WinZone uh, build your own bet feature, all users can receive a twenty dollar free bet when they when they win, lose, or push a, a three plus leg uh, build your own bet parlay. Essentially, between Thursday and Saturday, players can take advantage of this offer on the NBA playoffs. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit WinBet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com to get started today. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions apply at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where you play through WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. Micro machines over here. Boom! <laughs> I'll, uh, Not bad. And remember, guys, jump in our draft contest. We've been talking about this. We're giving away $500 in our NFL draft prop contest. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash draft or click the contest tab in the SGPN app. Winner takes all. Um, all right, well, let's talk a little running back action. So I'm seeing the top running back on my mocks that I see out there, not just my personal one, but also the ones that I have in front of me. It's Brees Hall. I'm seeing a, he's the odds on favorite. Uh, if you pull up the props, he's the odds on favorite to get drafted first. After that is is Kenneth Walker. And then after that, the odds really drop. So they think it's either going to be Brees Hall or Kenneth, Kenneth Walker, but Brees Hall, the, the favorite and uh, by, by a decent amount. 
After that, it drops off a bunch, and then there's a mix of uh, Isaiah Spiller, you know, Damian Pierce, Josh Corbin, uh, Zamir White, Kyron Williams, uh, Tyler Algeyer, which uh, I've seen dra- drafts that have him as the second running back taken. Wow. Um, uh, this t- you want to talk about a bad running? Uh, you, you mentioned the bad quarterback draft. I can't recall a running back draft this bad. No, no elite talents. That's for sure. I, I think there's a couple of very interesting, uh, you know, players here. I think they could have long successful careers, but no, but certainly nobody that like jumps off the page and it's like, you know, uh, Brees Hall does to kill me. it. No, really? but, I, but, but look, Brees yeah. Hall right now, my, my point is I, I look, I, I think Brees Hall is a stud too, but my point is, is that he's not projected to go in the first round by, by pretty much everyone's uh, drafts. You know what That's I mean? Also so the devaluing of the whole position though. Yeah. But but hold on, let me make my point though cuz look, last year Najee Harris, Travis Etienne, yeah, were r- running backs that went in the first round and then you had Javante Williams with like the th- second or third pick in the in the second round. Um so you you still normally have a year where I mean, I'm going to go back to 2020's draft. Um you had a running back go where? Thirty-two. Clyde Edwards Hilaire so, was the first one. Yeah, Edwards Hilaire, the first. So you normally do get one in the first. I was a bit surprised. Josh Jacobs in twenty nineteen was the only one. Saquon Barkley, the only one in twenty eighteen. And we still might. We still might. One yeah, Brees Hall still could go. I've seen mocks that have him like twenty, you know, twenty nine through thirty two. Someone taking him. It's crazy that it's been devalued this much. Back in so, the day, remember? Think about when we grew up. You know Barry Sanders, Ricky Williams was the first pick. I mean, fuck the guy traded his whole draft. Mike yeah. Dick could trade his whole draft for him. Herschel Walker, uh, Adrian deal. Peterson. Yeah, um, I mean Smith. Yeah, you just had so many, so many uh, running backs that would go in the first round. Metcalf. Uh, you know, you, you, I, I, it's pretty shocking that that they've become kind of uh, you know nothing now in a way. Yeah. Um, and their tread is just wears out so so quickly, which is weird too. It's almost like there there's so many athletes competing for those jobs now that unless you're so so peak, like your shelf life is is pretty short. There's only a couple years and then you're done. Someone else is just a hair above you. Yeah, so so Nick, do you think Brees Hall is the flat out best running back in the draft? I think I say the Hammer Kent Walker Jr. I mean, I think Brees Hall is plug and play. I think he's ready to go. Now I think he does he does lack that like top end speed. He's not gonna just run past run th- away from NFL defenses. I think he's quick and he's powerful. Uh, he has had very heavy workloads. I don't know if that's a concern. I mean, I, I, I don't think it should be coming out of college, but if you are talking about tread on the tires, it might be a little low, uh, but I, I think he's just ready to roll. I think he can be your starting running back day one. Um, and I, I think that's why he warrants possible late first round selection or second round. Yeah, I got Hall ahead of Walker as well. I mean, uh, the, I'm, I'm I with think Vegas. Hall so. has a uh, decent burst. I mean, he's not Isaiah Sp- Spiller quick. He's not like straight game breaker. I agree with that, but I think he's got plenty of speed to get through a hole and, and pop some big ones. Whereas I, Kenneth I think he has Hall, quickness. I think it's quickness, not like top end speed though. Yeah, maybe, maybe I could see that. Kenneth Walker seems like the the type of dude that's a banger. He's more of like a Nick Chubb type. Maybe not quite that powerful. Certainly not as big, but you know, I mean, he's got speed too. They're they're kind of similar. Uh, Hall and Hall and Walker are similar. I would say Hall's a little bit better. And then Spiller's your true little flea over there. Uh, even though he's he's even bigger physically, I guess than uh, Walker, which is uh, surprising because he plays 
pretty. He looks pretty small out there. Now, I mean, the late rounds you can Elijah Mitchell. What I, I I've drawn a blank. I mean, I know he was at Louisiana, but I feel like he was like a third round draft pick by the 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 Niners. If I had to guess, the year before. Yeah. He finished as a top ten rusher. We saw this. Uh, Antonio Gibson, which I think was a second round pick by the Redskins. He was a top 10 rusher last year as well. Um, aside from that, you know, Jonathan Taylor led the league after that was Chubb and Joe Mixon. I mean, I, these are uh, most, I guess are, are first round draft picks, right? Or second round draft picks. Dalvin cook was a first rounder. He was up there too. Um, I don't know. I mean, uh, do you have any, uh, so after one and two, I've seen mocks have Tyler Algar as the, uh, the third best running back. I've seen mocks that have Isaiah Spiller as the third best running back. I've seen mocks that have Joshua Corbin as the third best running back. Damian Pierce. Um, is there one that jumps out to you more than that? You know, like, is there one that's like, hey, this is the third best running back in the draft? Not the job. I mean, Kyron Williams was really awesome two years ago. That's uh, my vote. Yeah. I mean, Zamir White has the Georgia legacy, but I don't think he's on par with the other ones. Ford was impressive at Cincy. I, I I agree. I think Williams is one that jumps out to me. I think Williams Williams is just so solid, man. I mean, he does everything pretty good. Yeah, he's probably he's he's not gonna you know he's not the most powerful guy. He's not the quickest guy, the fastest guy. He might be the best in pass protection, and that matters a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think he's just so solid across the board. Yeah, he's not gonna be a Hall of Famer or anything, but he's kind of like Brees Hall, where I think he can play day one. And be a very solid contributor. So he's my favorite of that second tier. I do have a couple guys on the third tier. If we want to get that far yet, it's up to you guys. Uh, talk well, about well, I mean, wait, the other guys first. You have Williams ahead of Spiller. Yes. Okay. I think they're neck and neck for me. That's yeah, they're pretty close. Yeah, I, I think they're neck and neck for me. Um, and then after that, I mean, it's 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 surprising to me that some of these guys. You know who's not getting out. love yeah. that like was completely dominant against Cincinnati in the, uh, in the bowl game. And yeah, was uh, prototypical in terms of the way he looks Brian Robinson from Alabama. Yeah. Six, two, two twenty five. I mean, he's definitely bigger than all these other guys. He's built like a freaking yeah. Greek guy. That's true. That could be a true steal. Um, I wonder is bill Belichick going to draft max Borgi? Is Danny Woodhead 2.0 right here. <laughs> Tell Gordon. me he wouldn't be a perfect fit. Oh yeah. I mean, honestly, he's, he's got McCaffrey kind of yeah. feels to him, which is the same as Woodhead, I guess. But um, yeah, no, we can- in that, in that range, a couple of guys I like uh, Jerry on Ely at Ole Miss. And I really like James cook out of Georgia. I, I now, love the Ely thing because of, yeah. you know, he's kind of like a Eric Metcalf style. Yeah. Those guys aren't going to be three down running backs. Those are, you know, more uh, third down more, you know, they're not going to get 25 carries a game, but I think both those guys can be electric. I think people are sleeping on James cook. He really emerged second half of last year where he started to take more carries or get more carries than Zamir white was getting. He was just the more dangerous runner uh, and the stuff he can do out, out of, of the backfield, catching balls, Obviously, he's the brother of Dalvin Cook. Uh, I like James Cook out of Georgia. And then, if you want to go really just complete pass catcher, uh, that would be uh, Ely out of all. Uh, yeah, Ely's like a wild card to me. He's kind of one that I feel like could really be a, a stud, kind of like a, a, a I don't want to say like kind of like a Percy Harvin style or Eric Metcalf style of player, where I feel like you know y- he could end up fi- finding himself as a slot receiver. That's the uh, guy who's a baseball player too for Ole Miss. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, Five eight one eighty nine. What do you think about Jerome Ford? Jerome Ford That's was at Alabama before he was at Cincinnati. I mean, he was at Bama. I mean, if Brian Robinson got stuck, I mean, Brian Robinson's stats didn't didn't get over five hundred yards until this past year. Then he finally gets the the workload and he gets thirteen hundred. You know, and and has a great showing. So Ford, if he's just stuck on that depth chart too, obviously they've been cranking out Heisman running backs left and right. Then yeah, I understand it. And if you're at Alabama at all, you're probably pretty damn talented. And he yeah, showed but who, it who wouldn't put up those stats? You at know, Alabama. Yeah, right. that's true. Uh, Nick, Zonovan Knight was right up the road from you at NC State. Any chance that Zonovan Knight is a is a is a good draft pick, a steal, and has a good NFL career? Uh, you know, I, he's not going to be an early pick, so. I, yeah, you know, people call him Bam. Bam Knight was his name. You know, he doesn't really go by Zonovan, but yeah, he split time with Ricky Person. Uh, so I don't see him as an everyday back. I, I think he he's a, he, he's kind of like a poor man's um uh Kyron Williams, where he does everything pretty good. You know, he was dangerous in the screen game, uh pretty good pass protector. He's a solid running back, but he, he's not jumping off the page at you. Bam Knight is a pretty badass name, though. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Bam Morris, right? Uh, and or look, Shug Knight. Hello. Unfortunately, yeah, former <laughs> USFL player. Shug um, Knight could have been a pretty good running back. <laughs> yeah. Reverse and didn't re- he, didn't he play like defensive tackle in college or something? For, for he was with Icky Woods and Randall Cunningham at UNLV. Yeah. Go back, 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 back it up. Get oh, it? Yeah. Like like that truck. I back it up. Hey, uh, um, he definitely would have been killing the defense. Yeah. Uh, look. Before we get to wideouts, first off, their fullbacks. Unfortunately, the the league. You know, I remember when the Jets went out and got Roger Vick in the first round back in uh, 1988 or 89, and uh, and also uh, Tommy Vardell was a fullback that went in the first round, I believe, if memory serves me correct. Unfortunately, there's not there's not here. The the game has changed quite a bit, but we got receivers on deck. Before we get there, I want to tell you, Vardell went top ten as a fullback. That's amazing. In 1992, God, I miss those days. I miss those days. It's amazing. Uh, Riggins was a first rounder. He was fullback for the Jets before he went to the Redskins. That's right. Um, I want to tell you, number six pick. There you go. There you go. I we need fullbacks <laughs> going top six. Sorry. Yes. Yes. <laughs> You're the ad read. Yeah, yeah. I want to tell you guys that the college football experience is brought to you by Coors Light. I just cracked one open right here, right? I'll do the honor. It's a hectic time of year. Do it between yeah. weddings, graduations, USFL, NFL draft, and more. And we're busier than ever right now. And sometimes we forget to take a second for ourselves. So this season, take a second and enjoy an ice cold Coors Light because you deserve a beer. That's made to chill. I mean, do you ever feel like you're always on Patty C work, friends, family, a million pressing social issues, and just an expectation to be on 24 seven. Sometimes you just need to take a moment to turn it off, hit that reset button. And that's when I reach for Coors light. It's literally made to chill. Get Coors light delivered straight to your door via drizzly or Instacart by going to coreslight.com slash SGP. That's coreslight.com slash SGP. And remember to always celebrate responsibly Coors brewing company, golden Colorado. I'm excited. Um, let's, let's talk a little, uh, let's talk a little wide outs. Have some fun with some wide outs here. Um, it's uh, I, I was quite pleased with the depth at the wide receiver position. I mean, I'll be honest. When I first started doing my mock and I looked at it, and I go, David Bell is that fucking far down? <laughs> this yeah. dude was an animal at Purdue. 
Doesn't always translate though. Who did he torch? Uh, was it, was it Ohio <laughs> state? state? I think even like Justin Ross at Clemson. I know he was dinged up some or one in Iowa. They, I mean, he yeah. torched a lot of people, but I yeah. think the Iowa game, he went just bonkers. Yeah. I think you're right. I think you're right. Even Jalen Naylor at Michigan state last year. I was really impressed by, I, I see this as a deep draft. I mean, okay. So the odds on favorite to get drafted first is Garrett Wilson from Ohio state. After that, it seems to be Drake London or Jamison Williams. After that, it's it's Chris Olave or Traylon Burks. But I mean, George Pickens, who's been injured a lot at Georgia, he's a projected second rounder. Same with Jahan Dotson and and Christian Watkins. Or I'm sorry, Watson. Um, and then Sky Moore, uh, Western these Western Michigan players just creeping up into these drafts. Um, and then <laughs> Khalil. No wonder Chicago. why they beat Pitt at Pitt last yeah, year. Yeah. Right, they they would have won the coastal. Um, Khalil Shakir, Boise State, John Mechie, David Bell, um, Wandale Robinson, Alec Pierce. I've seen him, the Cincinnati wide receiver. I'm surprised J- Jalen Naylor's that far back, but uh, I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot to take in here uh, at the wide receiver position. Uh, are you guys sold that Garrett that Garrett Wilson's the best receiver in the draft? No, not 100 percent on that. No knock on him. I think Garrett Wilson is going to be a fine pro. Uh, both Ohio State receivers, but it's for me, it's the Ohio State receiver that transferred away, that transferred to Alabama. As long as he can come back from his ACL and come on, it's modern medicine in 2022. It should be no problem. My favorite guy is Jamison Williams. Mm. I just think he's the most dangerous man. You know what's interesting is I Drake London was one where I I was not buying in. But they said what he got the highest uh, vertical in, in quite some time or whatever some some, some type of uh, high point. Uh, uh, gotcha. Yeah, and well, six four for starters, which you know that's that's pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, and I know uh, Real Money Kramer was in the studio saying Ohio State receivers aren't that great. I'm like, I don't mean I don't know what you're talking about, Michael Thomas. <laughs> Uh, Ohio Chris Carter. State, yeah, yeah Chris Ohio Carter, like, Santonio Moss, uh, <laughs> no, Santonio Holmes, Santonio yeah. Holmes. Um, um, Teddy, uh, Ted Ginn was a bust, I think, though, for a first yeah. rounder. Yeah, he was not a uh, I don't yeah. think he lived up to the hype. Yeah, look, like, good oh, for oh, quarterbacks suck. Terry McLaughlin, are okay, Terry McLaughlin, yeah, um, Terry McLaurin, yeah, did I say McLe- Chester McLaughlin? Um, <laughs> 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 I'm drinking over here. Right? Uh, Garrett Wilson, uh, <laughs> Chester McLaughlin. Uh, Go to Clemson. Yeah, yeah. Him and Sean Gilbert were great pass catchers. What's be- What's even better about that is is not even Chester McLaughlin. It's Chester McLaughlin. <laughs> McLaughlin. <laughs> just just yeah. throw it out there. You just gotta throw it out there. Come up with your own names. <laughs> you know, I, I I'm gonna take a shot on Traylon Burks. Yeah. You guys heard this story about him hunting boars. <laughs> Sam pulled pork Pittman, Arkansas head coach was talking about this, that Traylon Burks is from the country and he, uh, he doesn't believe in hunting with a gun. He says that's cheating. Ooh. So him and his three dogs go out boar hunting. And when his dogs will, will help, you know, tell him where the boar is at. And then he'll jump on the boar with a knife <laughs> and slice its throat. <laughs> 
I, when so I heard good. that story, I was like, I think he's going to be pretty he can good play for me. Yeah. I think he's going to be pretty good. You know who has a similar story. And I think ESPN did like a 30 for 30 or something about it. Who's that? The, the Miami guys that would go down in the sugar cane fields and chase and catch fucking rabbits. I recall that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like whenever you're doing some rocky shit, yeah. chasing a chicken around, <laughs> you're probably going to be pretty good. So I'm going to take a up shot. Some mountain in Moscow. All right. You're battling the elements. <laughs> yeah. It's a different yeah. kind of training. I'm going to take a shot on Traylon Burks being one. I mean, I, I guess I have a hard time in this. I really do. Like I, I gun to my head. Give me Burks as my top dog. Wow. Top one, huh? Well, I, I think t- in the 10 years from now, we look back on the career who have the most receiving yards. Dude, I mean, there's another guy who always gets overlooked, and that's Chris Olave. And I mentioned Chris he Carter. Does I mean, not he, get overlooked. He, he gets does. A lot he, of was, love. he was he was overshadowed on his own team by Garrett Wilson and Smith Najiba last year. Sure, last he's year he's rock solid. He is like Chris Carter. Please I mean, don't call him smooth. Is the only request I have. That guy has been called smooth by more men than any grown man should ever be called smooth by. It disturbs me. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> uh, well, look, we know he's a smooth wideout, but um, uh, look, I mean, I think Christian Watson, Patty C, you know, FCS player, but we've seen. Well, I got to mention Jerry Rice, Randy Moss, Terrell Owens were all FCS wide receivers. Um, Touche. Christian Watson, six four, two oh eight. North Dakota State. This guy, they said, is creeping into the first round. I know a lot of mocks say the Packers might take him. Let me see. What did he uh, do forty wise? Do we? Uh, let me see if I can pull that one. John Mechie's still out there. I mean, David Bell is one that I'm still convinced. Like, is he really not gonna? Like, is he really gonna be a third round fucking draft pick? If you told me that, four, you four. haven't named a guy yet that I'm a big fan of. Uh, Sky Moore. I mean, uh, I mean, who, who? I mean, Calvin Austin for Memphis. <laughs> Jahan Dotson, Penn State. Oh no, I like him a lot too. I mean, he was yeah, a baller. Man. You know, yeah. I mean, he's only five eleven, one seventy eight. But you don't have to be that big and physical in today's NFL. You know, I think he's just a playmaker. Great hands. You know, uh, this website here says he has very loose hips. That's a huge plus in, in my book. Got to have loose hips. You know, well, he's not. Chris Olave <laughs> has smooth hips. He's got loose hips. Right. Um, What's better to have smooth hips or loose hips? I don't know, but I'm getting a chub either way. <laughs> um, uh, no, I, I'm sold on Dotson. You think Dotson's better than David Bell, Nick? I think if it's a female, you want loose hips. <laughs> you want smooth too. Maybe you. You're packing thunder back there. <laughs> I don't want anything loose on my woman. <laughs> um. <laughs> um the yeah. only thing on my mind, Gene, was pussy. Yes. Jahan Dotson is a playmaker, but I wonder if his size and speed is going to translate to the NFL. Dude, I, I got cut off. Please refresh me. The fr- freaking FCC is coming down on us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where, I mean, I asked, do you think Jahan Dotson is better than David Bell? I think he has a higher ceiling. I think both could be players. Like, I. I if anything, Dotson, I thought his numbers would have been a lot better had uh, you know right. the the quarterback play been better. At he Penn made State. some crazy catches, yeah. man. And Dotson's that a, a playmaker. Great in the open field. Great in the open field. Um, Apparently, Bell's uh, combine numbers weren't so great, especially that forty time. So was Jerry Rice's. <laughs> so yeah, well, yeah. I can't. I don't think we're going to project everyone to become Jerry Rice. <laughs> Let's not compare the two. Does he have the hardest worth 
ethic of any human alive. That's what you have to factor in with Jerry Rice. Um, who else? Uh, Patty C. Who's your top wideout in the draft? That's a tough one. I mean, I, I wanted. To, I haven't seen enough of Traylon Burks to really uh, make an accurate assessment of him. Uh, you got to say Jamison Williams if he recovers is right there again. Alabama receivers sometimes really good, sometimes not. Maybe you get that clip from yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Um, but sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. Ah, uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, most impressive that I've seen uh, that jumped off the screen to me most was Christian Watson. Um, I do feel like Alex Pierce may be. Uh, uh, who's the Chiefs uh, tight end? Uh, Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey reborn. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's probably just a sensey thing, but <laughs> probably. Yeah, uh, George Pickens. <laughs> George Pickens, in terms of just having the look, you know, six three, but one ninety five. He's real he's thin, skinny, but he goes up and he gets the ball. He's probably the best fade threat in the draft. Hey, Sky Moore is 5'10, 195 at Western Michigan. Now, Pitt has good corners. He went off against Pitt. He went off against maybe that speed. Team speed for Christ's sake. <laughs> Shout out to Earl Weaver. Yes. Um, anyway, uh, so you don't have a one. You're going Jameson Williams one? Sure. Okay. You know, I'm I'm not. I'm pulling the wild card here. I'm trusting my eyeballs. Smooth crystal lava. Not smooth. Not silky smooth crystal lava. Sweet crystal lava. I'm going Christian Watson. Christian Watson. Wow. <laughs> That's just your FCS love right there, buddy. Ooh, I just ooh. watched him torch. I mean, it it was all game against Jamie. I was like, please, please stop this motherfucker, and they could not. So. <laughs> Uh, let's talk a little tight end action. All right. Patty C loves a good tight end. And uh, Don't we all? look, I mean, I gotta be honest. I'm buying the hype on Trey McBride because Definitely. if Steve Adazio can do one thing that I trust, it's offensive line play and your tight end play. And Trey McBride was a fucking animal for Colorado state. So I am going to just go chalk here and say he's the best tight end in the draft. Now I was impressed by Charlie Kohler at, at Iowa state. Jeremy Ruckert at Ohio State, obviously to play there. You know, Greg Dol- Dolchich, uh, the uh, UCLA player. Jake Ferguson. I mean, Isaiah Likely had that 99 yard touchdown. And then our boy. There we go. Jelani. Jelani Woods. I was all over him. I saw him live in Stillwater two years ago. I was Six, sold. Six, seven, 260. That guy's a fucking beast. He's actually underrated, with, I think. With nice hands too, man. Uh, smooth hands. I would take <laughs> I would take uh, Jelani Woods over a lot of those others. Even yes. Widemeyer, uh, the A and M tight end. That guy's a fucking beast too. Uh, I don't know uh, who's your top tight end, uh, Nick. I know your boy Peyton Hendershot's down there. <laughs> they have the best names, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, I tra- tra- yeah, Trey McBride is definitely the one. And you know, I saw uh, an, an article headline that he had same-sex parents. Now, first I didn't in NFL click, history, right? I didn't click on the article. I don't know if, if it was two dudes or two chicks. Uh, but good for him. He's a hell of a tight end. And uh, <laughs> it's, it's what it's hard to talk about. <laughs> what do you really say about that? <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. But uh, interesting. That's pretty cool. That, you know, he, he's come this far. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, no, he's my favorite. But yeah, a couple, a couple of the others I like. I mean, a personal favorite is Isaiah Likely, just because I followed Coastal Carolina pretty, you know, closely the last couple of years. But Colby mentioned Jelani Woods, man. How he's not higher on this list, I don't know. Dude, he's gonna yeah. be a steal. He's well, first Seriously. off, he's the biggest tight end here. Right. He's right. six seven, two sixty. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he's athletic as hell. I just wonder if he's not gonna be soft. 
No, I think, dude. I and think can he block at all? Is he just going to be a slow wide receiver, a slow tall wide receiver, or can this dude block it all? Oh, Former dude, basketball players, you never beast. know. Uh, you got James Mitchell from Virginia Tech. I know he was uh, projected high uh, coming into the the season. How about Derek Dees Jr. San Jose State? His father played in the NFL, so you got some pedigree there. Um, Grant Calcutta, you know Calti Cal Caltiera. From SMU, <laughs> uh, I think the tight, it's a pretty deep tight end draft. To me, number one is Ruckert. He's just really. I don't know. He's he's McBride, he's man. standard. I need to see more of McBride. Um, I mean, uh, why Ruckert had so many options on that team. Like the defenses were not concerned about him whatsoever. That's fair. Meanwhile, McBride was like the the the, the you know numero uno target. You know, and everybody had to focus on him, and he still came through. Yeah. You're probably right. I probably just haven't seen enough of Trey McBride to make an accurate uh, assessment of him. So take take my opinion with a grain of salt. It's pretty surprising that only one SEC player uh, tight end is on this list. Holy crap! He had yeah. 90 receptions last yeah, year. Yeah, he was a fucking animal, dude. Okay, maybe McBride is the guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, so that we got that there. Uh, all right. Well, look. Uh, before we get to it, we hop on over to some offensive line talk. Uh, oh, my favorite. Yes, yes, the hog mollies. You gotta love it. Uh, I want to tell you, we're brought to you by Athletic Greens and their AG1 supplement. You better believe the hog mollies are doing this AG1 supplement, Patty C. And you're probably wondering, Colby, what the hell is this stuff with one, just one delicious scoop of AG1? You're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health. Your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, your aging automatically just makes you smooth. All these things. <laughs> um, I'm telling you, it's it's pretty it's pretty amazing. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is gonna give you a free one year supply of immune supporting <laughs> immune supporting <laughs> vitamin D uh, and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Uh, all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash uh, SGP. Once again, that's athleticgreens.com slash SGP to take advantage, uh, to take ownership over your health, Patty C and pick the, and pick the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. <laughs> what the hell's going on over there? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm just having fun. 